When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years, and he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Fighting Illini Big Ten Tournament basketball season is over. Not the whole season, but they will not be the Big Ten Tournament champs. They will still hold on to the co-regular season Big Ten Tournament champions. That will not be taken away, but Illinois got the first couple days off from the Big Ten Tournament. Played on March 11th of 2022 in the Big Ten Tournament on a Friday against the Indiana Hoosiers, who had a big major comeback against the Michigan Wolverines, being down by 17 and have a huge comeback victory. The Illinois Illini, final line, I, 
after the emotional high of beating Iowa for the Big Ten regular season champs to hang up that banner. Did not come to play a full basketball game versus Indiana. We are going to talk about that. My thoughts and feelings on the loss when they lose 65-63 to against Indiana. Things are never good, especially when it's against Indiana. But Illinois is now done. They will have to sit and wait till Selection Sunday to see who they will be playing in the NCAA tournament, which region they'll be in, what seed they're going to be in. So we're going to discuss everything in that game and thoughts and feelings and worries and same stuff, different day with the Illinois Fighting Illini. This is a the Coach Steve Show podcast. Uh, make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to it in audio form, follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend. If you do that stuff, it really helps push the video out there. It helps push the audio out there. Be greatly appreciated. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Media Network. As of right now, I believe the website is still bellyupsports.com, but it's going to be the Belly Up Media Network. So go check out all the blogs and podcasts. There. I still believe it's bellyupsports.com. I will update that as soon as I get that. Um, you football coaches out there listening, um, we're getting to spring ball. We're getting into summer. Uh, we're going to be starting our seasons here pretty soon. So, you know, thinking about your uh, linemen especially, um, they take a lot of blows. Every run, inside run period, during their normal drills, they're hitting. It's the best position in football because they hit each other. But those helmets are going to get, you know, destroyed. And also, there's a lot of that's a lot of blows that those guys are taking. So there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the repetitive blows those guys are t- taking each and every week. And it's Guardian Caps. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps and you use the code 15 off, you'll save 15% off your order. This absorbs 20 to 33% of the impact, which is huge. And it's worn by over five NFL teams and 200 plus colleges like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Penn State, you know, the big time colleges. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. Uh, I'm here to save you money. So guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caption. Use the code 15 off to save 50% off your order. Uh, just here to save you money. You know, we're all about saving that money. So thank you, Guardian Caps, for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, so let's talk about the Illinois Final Line. There's a lot of feelings. And this podcast is recorded hours after the game for two reasons. One, I don't like how the games are during the day because we're all working no matter what job we have. Unless you work from home now, which I'm jealous of, we work. So when the game's on at 10.30 in the morning, we work. We have to try to sneak it in on the computer when we can. Don't tell anybody that. And, you know, all that stuff. We have to check ESPN on our phones and, and just kind of see and everything else. Um, and sometimes you have a fortune enough to have time to watch the game, and I fortunately did. I had a little moment there to watch the game and kind of see what was going on. And so if I would have recorded a podcast right after, there would have been a lot of thoughts. But I had to stew on it a little bit. Um, it was nice. Not nice. I guess it was nice you got to hear what Brad Underwood said and the players said and everything else. So the game. I said this after watching – Indiana make the comeback against Michigan. I'll watch the game. I said, and I tweeted, Indiana, this is not a guaranteed win. Indiana 
they showed the the percentages and the statistics. Indiana is not a bad defensive team. They're not a bad defensive team. Now they have been kind of the last four out, and now they're kind of especially after beating Illinois, they are the next four into the NCAA tournament because of this win. Coming in, it's changed every day. One day they're the last four out, and then then they beat Michigan, and they were kind of the last four in. Well, now beating Illinois, the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, they're probably in the tournament. They showed the numbers, how much better Indiana has gotten, and they're a good defensive team. And I said that. I said, you know, Illinois is going to have to come to play. This is not going to be a pushover game. This is not going to be, you know, a game where we're just going to come in and roll Indiana. Because now, again, I've said this. If you guys have listened to this podcast, I know I don't get a ton of listeners, but those of you that have, could you, like, comment down in the comments comment section how many times have I said on one of these Illinois post games that confidence is everything? Confidence is huge. And so when you get confident, you come back 17 down against Michigan and – when well now you're coming into this game and one of two things are going to happen you're going to be so tired or you're going to have confidence to be able to do things and they said coming in Indiana rotated pretty good so their guys weren't tired the last time Illinois played Indiana because people talked about this too was um weeks ago uh, I believe it back in February Illinois 174 to 57 okay so if you want to talk about that game Illinois 174 57 Trent Frazier had 23 points. So, and this was at Indiana, which is pretty impressive. Kofi had 17, Plummer had 14, Grandison 6, Williams 6, and Frazier had 23. Didn't be much scoring off the bench. Um, Corbello did play. Uh, Indiana, you know, we held Johnson in check. We held Jackson Davis in check. So just things were held in check, and that was a while back. Uh, Illinois, you know, Indiana was trying to find themselves. But you can't compare those type of games. Illinois was losing by two at the half, and we scored 40 in the second, and they only scored 21. But this is different. You get confidence, this is what happens. Okay? So I said this coming in, and Indiana plays better defense than they did. Beginning of the game, we hit two threes. Plummer and Frazier hit two threes. I said, okay, here we go. Here we go. Then, you know, things started to come apart. Overall, I'm going to be all over the place in this game. Overall. Let's look at Illinois. We're going to look at field goals. Field goals were 20 of 56 at 35%. Three-pointers were 8 of 22 for 36.4%. Free throws, we were 15 of 23 for 65.2%. I believe Illinois missed 14 shots to the basket, 12 were missed layups, and 2 were missed dunks. So we're not shooting the ball well, 3-pointers or field goals, and we're not shooting free throws well, and we're missing layups. That's really what it came down to. Indiana, I give credit to defensively, but besides the missed layups. Now, some of those missed bunnies were because Kofi was getting hit and just happened, you know, he gets hit enough, you're going to miss. But you have to, I watched that game, and Indiana did a very, very good job of keeping Illinois out of the lane to drive to the basket because I've said this for a while. 
Illinois can't forget about that. Illinois is pretty good when they drive to the basket because, I mean, I know we didn't show it today, but normally if you watch this team this season, we can make layups. When we drive in, when they get sucked in, we can kick out and shoot the three. Now, we live and die by the three. The games where we win, we're shooting threes, but at the same time, we're doing everything else in the basketball world to win the game. We're not just shooting threes. We're not just giving the ball to Kofi. We're dishing. We're cutting to the basket. We're giving good, you know, bounce passes. We do those things. Then the games where we actually decide to live and die by the three, we usually die. Or the games where, no offense to Kofi, like, Kofi, just going to be you today, buddy. Can't do that because he can get double teamed, he can get triple teamed, and when you get double and triple teamed underneath the basket where there's not a lot of room and you got to worry about the three-second violation and all that stuff, it is difficult when you're not the guy bringing the ball up. That's why having Io was so good because you had to pick your poison, kind of like a Kobe and Shaq. Pick your poison. Okay, now look at the stats. Again, I told you about all over the place. Kofi was 8 of 13. 7 of 8 for three throws. He had 10 rebounds and 23 points and two blocked shots. He only turned the ball over once after getting double teamed and triple teamed and hit a lot. Kofi showed up to play. The only other person that kind of showed up to play uh, was, I guess he did. I'm not going to say kind of. He did. Coleman Hawkins. He has started to come into his own. He was 5 of 10 of field goals, 4 of 7 from 3, 4 of 7 free throws, so it could have been better there, but he got you 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 18 points. He was Illinois' second leading scorer. Trent Frazier uh, had one of those nights, had to play a lot of minutes, played 38 minutes, and had to play a lot of defense. He was 4 of 10, 2 of 6 from 3, 1 on 1 of free throws. Uh, he had 6 assists, which is pretty good, and he had a le- uh, they turned the ball over 3 times. There was the problem with him. But he had 11 points. Now, here's the thing with Illinois. So, Kofi, when we talk about field goals, okay, Kofi and Coleman Hawkins were 13 of 23, if you want to say it that way. And then 4 of 7 from 3 because Kofi doesn't shoot threes. The rest of the team was just god-awful. God-awful. Plummer was 2 of 12 for 6 points. Williams didn't shoot the ball at all. Now, he got you six rebounds and two assists, but he did turn the ball over once. Frazier, we already said four of ten. Payne, does bring you, he virtually brings you nothing on offense. He missed the dunk, so he's 0 for 1. Melendez got in, he was 0 for 2. Uh, Curbelo played 28 minutes, which is a lot of minutes off the bench. He was one of seven shooting, three of seven from the free throw line. Only got you five points. Now, he got you ten rebounds, four assists. So, he was, so points don't always tell the whole story. You do other things. But here's the thing with Illinois. Kofi had a game. He showed up. Now, I we could say he showed up to play. I mean, some of the – I'll say he did. Um, there was no energy, and I think he might have been one of the only ones in Coleman Hawkins. Um, there was times we had bursts of energy, so I never want to sit here and say we didn't play with energy. There are moments where we did. We didn't go the whole game, like Rutgers and everything, where there was just zero, no life. No, we were pumped up when we made threes. We were pumped up when we were winning. We were winning at halftime. We were pumped up at the beginning, and then at the end, you know, it was going back and forth. Um, Hawkins had the big three. They were pumping up uh, Trent Frazier, or not Trent Frazier, uh, Chester Frazier, excuse me, was coming off the bench and jumping up as a coach and do that stuff. So I don't want to sit here and say that we had 
no energy because you have to. You have to have some type of energy. Rutgers, we really didn't um, virtually, but you really are going to have some energy. That's just a part of the game. But you have to have it the whole game. Indiana, even when they were getting down, had energy the whole game. And with Illinois, Kofi can have a game, but somebody else has to have a game. And no offense, Colin Hawkins. I love that he's coming into his own. I love how he's playing much, much better. And to have 18 points is huge. But here's the problem. When Kofi has 23 and Colin Hawkins gets you 18, when you look at when you hear that, you should look at the stats and say, okay, if they're doing that, that tells me Plumber's gonna have 10 to 15. That tells me that Frazier's gonna have about 17 or 18. That tells me somebody off the bench is also scoring 10 if this is happening. Illinois cannot win when Kofi and Hawkins are your leading scorers. No offense to Coleman Hawkins, but you need someone else. Now, if Coleman Hawkins this year and going in later on is that person, great, good. But I'm talking about the season consistently. They That's not how they win ball games. And Indiana tried to lose this game. They were up, then Illinois got up, and then they uh, in Indiana was missing free throws. If we want to look at Indiana stats now, <laughs> the Jackson Davis – he scored today. He got 21 points. Thompson had 10. Uh, Johnson had 13. Uh, and then off the bench, they had a person with 8 and 6. Uh, their free throws were 10 to 13 later on down the stretch. They were 26 of 56 shooting, 3 of 10 from 3. Indiana did a really good job of saying, we're going to score in the paint. We're going to score mid-range. We don't really have to win on the threes. Um Jackson Davis got Kofi sometimes with his speed running to the other side of the basket because we didn't have help side defense quick enough. Um, now, did Indiana play a perfect game? No, but confidence is everything. When they make a mistake, it just doesn't bother them. They just you know, like, how you doing? Keep it moving type of thing. And they, they're motivated. They're, you know, they're playing the number one seed. They just came back and beat Michigan. They're playing the number one seed in Illinois in the Big Ten tournament. We're going to try to win. And this is a rivalry type of game. You know, Indiana and Illinois, they don't like it. They respect it, but they don't like each other, especially in basketball. Football, I don't know if it's much of a rivalry, but I know in basketball, they don't like each other. So Illinois, just mo- some of them look disinterested in playing. Um, I don't know if the emotions of winning the regular 10 Big Ten title took it out of them because it was the first time since 2004 and five season. Uh, the way they had to do it against Iowa, who has become their rival, it just didn't look – I don't know. Um, Curbelo made one of the best passes we have ever seen ever in basketball, but he also will drive to the lane, just throw something up that's trash. He will turn the ball over. He'll try to dribble through things. So he was doing that again. Now, people are going to bash Curbelo, and it sounds like I am. <clears throat> I'm just telling you what happened and what I saw. We need Curbelo to win. If Curbelo would have played all season healthy, we would he would be fine. We've got to realize the way he's playing right now is probably what we would have seen in November and a little bit of December. So we're going through his November, December, part of January growing pain right now until he gets there. But what sucks is we're out of time. Like the NCAA tournament, like this was it. And then now we got the NCAA tournament. Now, most of us Illinois fans agree, and I've said somewhere, since we won the regular Big Ten season tournament, winning the Big Ten tournament, not a huge thing, but you expect to win a game, maybe get to the championship. You know, we've all said that Purdue would probably win it. 
Um, now Indiana's hot, but Purdue is left in it. Uh, they have a great shot. Iowa now has a great shot, but Purdue probably has a really good shot. And we've all kind of said that, that Purdue would probably be that team. But to lose the way we lost, you know, when we talk about, when you hear there's no energy, what the, what we mean by that is like, oh, they're not doing the things they need to do to win. They seem disinterested. They're, you know, not keeping guys out of the line on defense. We're not boxing out. We're not doing these type of things. And that's kind of where that energy thing and putting their foot down somebody's throat comes into play. Um, rebounds. I mean, we got rebounded them 37 to 35. Um, but they had more defensive rebounds. So, yeah, I mean, uh, they had four steals. We had five. We blocked the ball five times, which was good. We turned the ball over eight times. They've turned it over seven. So, largest lead for us was five. Largest lead for them was six. It was just shooting. Um, you know, again, we got back into that, give it to Kofi and have him do go to work, and we just stand there and don't do anything. Um, we, get, we missed some mid-range shots. We just fall in love with that three too much. Um, Brad Underwood talked about before the game, and they were talking about during the game that against Indiana, since they are such a good defensive team, you have to push the ball. And the reason why you want to push the ball against a zone team, especially, but it gets a good defensive team as you it's called a scramble, like a scramble drill where they're just running around. You don't want them to settle. Once they settle, they can play defense, and they did a very good job of keeping us out of the lane. They did a good job of um, pushing us, try to push us as far away to try to get away from Kofi. And I think they said, okay, if Kofi does kind of score and the rest don't, we're, we're, we're good. And that's that's what we got. Um, this Illinois team is very frustrating because we've seen talent enough where we can make a Final Four run. People have also said we could win the whole thing. But when we also play like this, we're going to see an early first round exit. We are projected to be a four seed. It might go down. We could be a five seed. And we don't want the five seed because of the curse. And we all know the curse. The curse of... Five versus 12, and 12 seeds beating a five seed. And we don't want that. Uh, So overall, Indiana just came ready to play. And Illinois did not look interested from start to finish. There was moments where they seemed interested. Kofi seemed interested. Frazier, people are giving a hard time, especially on offense, and especially when he turned the ball over. Um, He was trying to throw, I believe, to Coleman Hawkins. Um, It kind of looked like they were trying to get to Kofi and then – he felt, I think he could kind of feel the pressure from the other guy. So he wanted to give it back to Coleman Hawkins. Maybe he could have the three or anything else. But again, Indiana tried to hand it back to Illinois because we had that uh, before Corbell went coast to coast, went for the layup. Now, he had a clean look at it, but to dribble through that, go somebody try to reverse um, is a tough shot. So the fact that people have said that that should go in, I don't necessarily agree with it's a tough first of all let's see you do it second of all like that's a tough shot so i mean yeah ultimately you want those to go in but ultimately it just came down to some of the defensive effort um later on because indiana started to hit shots um it came down to turn the ball over at the wrong time not necessarily that we have a lot of turnovers it's just I talk about this in NBA stuff. When do they take these shots and, and everything else? So when the turnovers happen, uh, then the missed layups just killed. And again, Kofi gets refed differently than everybody else. The times that he's getting hit a ton and he goes up and those don't go in, well, he's expecting that's going to be a foul. Like He's not waiting to get hit. He's getting hit and they don't call it. And it's inconsistent, which pisses me off. And then another thing with pisses me off with the refs is times that – 
the Davis kid is plowing his elbow into Kofi like five times. Kofi has done that before, and it's been an offensive foul. So I was sitting there like, shouldn't this be an offensive foul, Big Ten? You've called this all year on Kofi. Why can't you call it on that when it's against Kofi? It's because he's big and strong. So Kofi gets ref weird, and I'm worried about that. And then it's like a tournament of, they need to have a special meeting and say, how do we ref Kofi because he's huge? How are we going to ref that? So those things too. But when you miss 12 layups and two dunks, put like right there, 12 missed layups. You hit seven of those, we win the game. You hit one of those dunks, we're tied playing in overtime. The free throws, 15 of 23, 65%. You know, as a coach, you want 100%, but when you shoot 23, you're expecting to make 20 to 21. So if we hit 20 of those, 21 of those, we get five or six points, we win the game. So there's things in this game that we should have done and should have won. But this team is very frustrating. They, they, you know, the old, like, the thing on the forehead and you dangle the Twinkie on front, you run and try to chase it. That's what Illinois does. They, they all year, they've, they've been really, really good and they've been this and they dangle in front of us. Brian Underwood said they seem tired. And then if you think about last year, <clears throat> Illinois focused so much and trying to win the regular Big Ten tournament, which Michigan won, which they shouldn't have. We had a better win percentage of the Big Ten. And then when they put so much energy into winning the Big Ten tournament that we did, and then he said, looking at them, looking back and going into the NCAA tournament, we just seemed very mentally exhausted. We are physically exhausted. So he said he's going to try to take advantage and say we're going to get days off before the NCAA tournament. Um, we, they obviously wanted to win it, but you know, they're going to rest and take advantage of that. So he's trying to be positive. Now, I'm sure in the locker room there was other things said. This is where my conversation comes back to, should we have both of these where it's the, and this is not me saying one thing or the other. It was just a thought process, but then you hear something like this about, well, you come into this tournament, now we're tired. Now, the tournament does good and bad things. Well, I don't even know if bad, but it gives good things. One thing it does good is the Indianas, Indianas of the world. If they was even a thought that they weren't going to make the NCAA tournament, well, because of this tournament, the the, the Big Ten tournament, now they are going to make it to the to the tournament, the NCAA tournament. But then, like Brad Underwood said, where you're tired, like it's just a tiring thing. And I know that's that's maybe an excuse. So it was just a thought. This is not me saying get rid of the Big Ten tournament because it's not going to happen. I just a part of it is well. Illinois and Wisconsin are the Big Ten champs. But then, I said this last year too, Illinois won the real one, but it was COVID and all this other stuff. So it was just me, you know, talking about Michigan and everything else. But when you talk about, well, now there's two. So you're talking about regular season Big Ten tournament champ or regular Big Ten champ, and then there's also the Big Ten champion. So which one is it is my question. And I'm not saying get rid of it because I think the Big Ten tournament's fun. It's, you know, the, the conference things are good to watch. I just don't like how there's two of them. It needs to be one. Uh, you know, like, they are, or unless you unless you share, obviously, like, but Wisconsin can sit there and say we were the Big Ten champ. Illinois can sit there and say we're the Big Ten champs. So let's say I or Purdue wins it. So are they the Big Ten champs or those Big Ten tournament champs? And so I think that the overall of the 20 games you play in the regular season mean more than this. Um, when it's done the right way without COVID and you play the same amount of games and you look at the win percentage. So that was just my thing of should we continue to have this conference tournament? Now, selfishly, yes, you'd like to watch. You'd like to see, you know, a team 
even though if it's Indiana get in because they're winning, because Illinois was in that situation before COVID. They they were uh, you know not winning that much, and then they started to get hot, and they were in the Big Ten tournament. Like they started to get hot, and it allowed them to say we're going to go to the NCAA tournament. Then COVID hit and all that stuff, so it gives teams like that a chance. But then the teams that uh you know have won all year, they're getting tired. All this stuff, and and so I'm not saying one needs to go or the other, but Brian Wood said they're going to take advantage of the the um, rest, which they need. You know how much they played last year and winning that last year, and then doing this, so they need the rest. Um, but this team scares me, it worries me when they just don't all at once turn it on. You can't have just one or two; they need the whole team to turn it on, um, put teams away. Um, and figure out how to score differently than if Kofi Kent is doing it or, you know, just shooting the three. Uh, just everybody has to have energy, consistent energy, consistent, um, you know, being pumped up and all that stuff. Um, I don't want to say they don't play with energy. You have to. You're a Division One athlete, but they do. They play with passion and everything, but that's probably what we were missing most. I think we had the energy. It was just the passion. Uh, maybe we are mentally tired. We did miss Granderson tonight. Um, hopefully he comes back for the first game of the NCAA tournament. If not, hopefully we win the, the first game and he can come back for the second game. But his rebounding, his shooting, his, you know, all that stuff we missed. I mean, Hawkins stepped up, but he we missed him in the rotation. Um, I think, you know, when you're looking at it, we had like an eight-man rotation, nine-man rotation, but really only Corbello gave us something off the bench. Um, Corbell is going to have to play under control <clears throat> going into the NCAA tournament. But, yeah, th- this team is frustrating uh, from watching all year. People can watch a couple games and say they have Final Four talent. But when you watch all these games like we all Illinois fans have, we don't know. Like, yeah, we do have it, but at the same time, we can lose the first round. And it's very frustrating. Um, but congrats to Indiana. That's off to them. I'm complaining about what Illinois – you know, didn't do or did do, but Indiana, man, they brought it. So congratulations to them. They move on. Um, Illinois is probably going to be a four or five seed in the NCAA tournament, but at least we're making it. Um, and we're not going to get a one seed, which is crazy. We were in the one seed in the Big Ten tournament, but then not there, so it's crazy. Um, but Illinois is going to need this time off. Hopefully the, the NCAA tournament, they come back, uh, and, and Frazier and Kofi can look at these guys and say, we are not letting this happen again. And hopefully they can figure it out. Hopefully some time off helps them. But, uh, you know, that wraps up this Illini post-game show. Um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. Uh, go follow everything. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, find the podcast where you're listening to your podcast. Follow it, rate it. Uh, Twitter at Coach underscore Steve 72. Uh, Facebook page, uh, The Coach Steve Show. Uh, Instagram and all that. So go check all that out. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Uh, go check out the weekly episodes. If you've made it this far, please go check out the right before this game and the honor of this game. I had, was able to talk to Coach Bart Miller. He is the offensive line coach at the University of Illinois. I put that out for the game, saying in honor of this. This is what we had, you know, I got to talk to him. So go please check that out. It's great. Good conversation about the Illinois program, uh, about 35 minutes of it. So uh, go check all that stuff out, um, please, and thank you. Thank you so much. This has uh, been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll try to do something about then somebody determine who's playing who and all that good stuff. Um, and then hopefully 
get a couple more Illinois post games as we go along. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, another episode of Coach Steve's podcast, and we are out of here. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike, and we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.